Hi, everybody, and welcome to our podcast, We Know You Care. I am Dee, and I am joined by Libby. Hey, guys. And it's Black History Month. Happy Black History Month. So, as you guys know, this, besides the fact that this is Black History Month, Black Panther is also coming out this month, which yes. we've been waiting for a very long time for this movie. It's groundbreaking and it's shaking the table because in this film, it's literally like an all-black cast with the exception of the nigga that played Bilbo Baggins and the other one that played Smeagol. We don't care about them. We are just really excited. This is a dark-skinned cast of characters. Uh, So that's what I'm definitely here for i can't wait to see lupita strutting with a twist out and to see denai guerrera kicking ass did you see that clip when she threw that wig yes i was like she literally threw a wig i gasped i was like this is the best thing i have ever seen it is gonna be so black it's gonna be so over the top it's gonna be so good like i cannot wait like and hearing everyone else's excitement about it just makes me more excited. And it's just like, oh my. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> so the title character is being played by Chadwick Boseman. While I have you here, uh, Chad- Chadwick Boseman is our day of the week. We did it super early. <laughs> we did it <laughs> We start you off the right. It's Black History Month. I was like, I got some shit to get off my chest, so let me just <laughs> let me just get that out the way. Gone and wax poetic about the love of your life. I just be like Chadwick Boseman. I just look at him. You know, how you just want to sit somebody down between your legs and like grease or scalp. Get you a rat a rat tail comb and some blue magic. Yes, bitch. I want to like so this is what I want to do. I got the whole thing like played out in my head. So like I just sit him down there and then I scratch his scalp. See, this is a black thing. Y'all wouldn't understand. Not black. Wash his hair and then I want to grease it. <laughs> Give him like some fresh squeezed mango juice. <laughs> Bitch. Hello. Ooh, you see him eating on a mango? I just had a literal vision of him like eating the a mango. Woo! While your hands are in his scalp like massaging it and he just sitting there eating a mango. And then he like lifts it up to you like, hey babe, you wanna bite? Oh my god. You mean like the juice drip from his chin, bitch? Oh my god. <laughs> are we talking about mangoes now? <laughs> He look like he ashy, but he not. Like, I just... He look like he let you oil him down, too. Let's do it. What oil you want? Coconut, almond, shea butter. What do you want? That nigga look like he light candles and, like, make tea, make love to you, like, around candles and shit. Oh, my God. Okay, so then the bad guy in the movie is Eric Killmonger, played by Michael B. Jordan. Now, personally, not my cup of tea. 
if that's your thing, go for it. His, his titties look nice. What do you think about Michael B. Jordan? Uh, it's not my... He doesn't boil my potato. But I mean, hey. We do not give a fuck about Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can't lie to y'all. If, they don't, if he don't do it for us, he just don't do it for us. But, I mean, get how you live it. Yeah. I mean, for y'all that do enjoy him, live it up, bitch. He don't even be wearing a shirt. And that's always a good component to a great villain. I agree. Good haircut or hairstyle, no shirt, meaty titties, bam, bam, bam. Chick, chick, chick. But um, on to more important things, a.k.a. little ladies. We've got Lupita Nyong'o. She is Nakia. And I think that she is the love interest in... Black Panther. Yeah, and Denai Gurira is Okoye, who is like the leader of the Dora Milaje, which is their all-female bodyguard that they have going on, which that... Hello. See, I cannot... First aside, like, one of my favorite things about Black Panther is that I finally get to see, like, a whole bunch of Black women kicking ass. In a major film production. Like that is. What is really really important. For me. Like it's representation matters. I get to take my nieces to see that. Actually I don't get to take my nieces. Because my sister then already blocked me. She told me I want to take my children. To a movie for once. So I have to like be cute. And go see it with somebody else. (laughs) But I don't want to have any children. So <laughs> like I got to work with what I have. So, yeah. But I really cannot wait to see Deny fighting. Like, bitch, I really can't wait to see her on that big screen throwing that wig. I feel like that's what I'm paying my, my money to go see. Gonna throw that wig, sugar. Gonna throw it. I can't wait, bitch. Like, she literally fought a motherfucker with her wig. With her wig. <laughs> Literal, her literal wig. If that ain't black girl magic, I don't know what is. They don't get no better than that. Really and truly. It really don't. And um, Daniel Kaluuya, I never say his name right. I apologize in advance. But he's going to be T'Challa's like BFF. That is a handsome young man. I would not say no. My vagina would stay woke. It would never. (laughs) Just like that. Hello. How are you? Hello, Daniel. (laughs) Hi, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Back at it again. At it again with a bigger action. Um. And then we have Letitia Wright. She plays Shuri, and she is T'Challa's baby sister. She's like 16, and she's a genius. She's smarter than Tony Stark, which is a big deal because you know Tony Stark is like motherfucking genius. So, and she's younger, which makes her even more awesome. And it's really cool because you get to see like black excellence at its finest. And it's in the form of a 16-year-old girl. 16-year-old black girl. It's just beautiful. And I love Letitia Wright. 
She was on Black Mirror. Libby has not gotten to that episode yet, but that is something to look forward to because I loved her character on her Black Mirror episode as well. So you're going to have fun watching that. And then <clears throat> we have Winston Duke. I don't know how to say the name, and I'm not going to, but I just want to say that Winston Duke is fine as motherfucking frog hair split twice. He big sexy. Like, choke me, daddy. Okay, anyway, Angela Bassett is in the movie. Beautiful. She plays Ramonda, who is T'Challa's mama. Um, they gave her white hair, which I think is a dig at the fact that she should have played Storm in the past. But you know what? We're going to keep it cute. We're going to keep it cute. And then Forrest Whitaker is in the movie, and he plays Zuri. And I guess he's like the uh, witch doctor. Y'all don't fight me if I get this shit wrong. Because I know some stuff about Black Panther, but... I know more about Black Panther and Storm than I do just Black Panther just totally independent. Which people are talking about they want Black Panther and Storm to get together. He was a terrible husband in the comics. I don't know what they're going to do in the movies, but he was so fucking bad in the comics that I never want to see them together ever. And Storm is with the X-Men and it is what it is. Charlotte ain't never going to leave Wakanda. Why Storm got to give up her life to go be in Wakanda? Because he won't hurt her. We don't do that. This is a feminist podcast. <laughs> <Just saying. laughs> but I mean, she might stop by from time to time to get some of the Zach. Ain't nothing wrong with some of that wet tip. <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't mad. Ain't mad. So yeah, uh, we're celebrating Black Panther. Uh, we're probably going to see it before we record our next episode, which will be in two weeks. And then in two weeks, we'll come and we'll talk about Black Panther, and it will not be spoiler-free. We're going to let you know that shit right now. We're never spoiler-free. We will always spoil you. We spoil you, and we spoil you. Hey, I like that. Tap me on my shoulder. I roll over. <laughs> it's the least I could do. Let me cater to you. <laughs> And we are sober. <laughs> Girl, that's the gag of it all. Normally I have me some wine or something, but nope, this is just me. Being, but this is these are our conversations all the time. So it's like, you know, hey family, come on in and talk to us. Come on, pull up a chair. Come on, sugar. Pull up you a chair. Why don't you go and bust your I'm a Is finger looking good? I'm a survivor. Standing motherfucking ovation right there. Where's my check, Reba? I'll be your backup singer. Get this shit, bitch. You are beautiful, talented, and amazing. Because you did that. Here in my eye. You did that. <laughs> Woo! So, Black Panther is coming out. A Wrinkle Time in Time is coming out in March. So I know that we like real hyped and excited about Black Panther, but please let's not ignore A Wrinkle in Time as well. Ava DuVernay is making history. 
and she is casting a little black girl in a lead role in a major motion picture film that's based off one of the greatest books that you can read in your childhood. If you haven't read A Wrinkle in Time, you should. It's a mind fuck, but you totally should should read it. I remember there was some special, like, where they were explaining stuff to the kids from A Wrinkle in Time. That shit was in, like, claymation. It was creepy as fuck. I can't remember who did it and what channel it was on, but I remember watching it and thinking, like, Am I high? And I didn't even know. What- <laughs> <laughs> so, I didn't even know what drugs were at that age. But I'm just saying, like, no. But seriously, a wrinkle in time. We got Oprah Winfrey, Reese Witherspoon, our baby girl Mindy Kaling, Goo Goo. What's the nigga name? Captain Kirk, Chris Pine. So it's gonna be good. And y'all should, you know. Watch that too. Don't count it out. We need to get as hype about a wrinkle in time as we did about Black Panther. And that's our Black Panther celebration. And now we're going to be messy and we're going to talk about RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, yes. So if you guys. Don't watch RuPaul's Drag Race. Sucks for you. You probably should. It's really good. Um, This is All Stars Season 3. All Stars is essentially just... You know, you see a queen on the show. They a bad bitch. And sometimes they leave a little prematurely before they get to really just show off how amazing they are. And this is Season 3 of that. And we, Chad Michaels was the first winner. And then my girl Alaska was the second season. I really, I know I'm biased. I'm biased. But I really want Shangela to win. Shangela and uh, Kennedy are like pretty much all the black queens on the show. (laughs) I was about to say, I was, about to, I was about to go through my list. I'm like, just pretty much all the black queens. Considering that we got that upset from uh, Drag Race season season nine, I really feel like it needs to be like Shangela or Kennedy or somebody. Or even like- BB. BB is always fucking amazing. So. BB is always amazing. Here's my take though with BB because BB has only been safe. She ain't done nothing that has just, like, impressed them beyond impressed them. Although I thought that her performance when she came out and she was singing about Africa and Cameroon, I thought that shit was off the hook. I didn't think that she was just going to be safe. I thought she was going to be, like, you know, top two. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's one thing about, like, these reality shows. Sometimes I think that they, like, like, somebody will really give it, and, like, you're watching it, and you're like, yes, this is great, and then you get to the judging portion, and they're just, like, way, way, way off base. Like, that whole situation with Kennedy, where she was Janet Jackson from What's It Gonna Be, and, um, I was gonna, what is her name? Uh, oh, what is her name? Michelle. 
with Selfish Nods, like, totally went in on her and was like, I just didn't get Janet from this at all. And I'm like, and we were watching it as a family on Twitter. All Everybody was, like, collectively like, bitch, are you stupid? <laughs> like, do you not know that this is classic Janet from what's it gonna be? Like, clear, head to toe. I mean, nothing was off about her look. Like, nothing. She even kind of favored Janet. She did. It was scary because she kind of favored Janet too. It just it, that's why I like think, I think sometimes they kind of play on the on the the wow and the shock factor of like the commentary from the judges and I and I hate that aspect. Like if you want to manipulate editing and all that stuff, sure, fine, but give credit where credit is due. Like these women work hard. They work so- really really hard to make sure that they have good makeup, good hair, a nice beat face, all while disconnected from their family and friends. They are by themselves. The only time they're around each other is when they're in the studio doing whatever challenge that they have. Like, give them real feedback. Give them real criticism. Like, don't don't be ugly like that just to make a, a show. You don't have to do all that for extra kikis. It's not funny. Like, half the time I'll be mad when they be saying something real smart aleck because I'll be like, come on, nobody needs to hear all that shit while they trying to focus on a challenge. It be so hard on them sometimes. Super hard. Except for that lactose intolerant man. Okay. We need to get into that. But I was going to say too, like even when Thor, Thor, Thor had like you know, her little breakdown or whatever. Like, of course I'm just like, well, Thorgy, you still not over Bob winning, obviously. No, Bob is serving. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. But also, I get it. You're frustrated because you're just like, I'm giving my best. And I guess my best isn't good enough. Thorgy <laughs> like, got lost in the sauce with that. He got super lost in the sauce to the point where he's like, people are out to sabotage me. Dude. Nobody gave a fuck that much. Because if that were the case, Milk should have felt the same way. I just think Thorgy gets in his head too much because he is a a relatively good queen for being as young as he is. But I'm like, you cannot let these people see you sweat. Okay. You found out you're doing Stevie Nicks. There were so many uh, ways that you could have executed that. Because I personally thought his costume execution of Stevie Nicks was great. It was just a performance that was lacking. And I think it was because he didn't have no confidence in what he was doing. And then he sat up there and tried to argue with Vanessa Williams. You don't argue with the judges like that. Especially in an argument that you're losing. Like you were wrong. Yep. You were wrong. Stand up there, take your L's, take your criticism, and shut your ass up. Don't be giving no extra. He he just has a history of being his own worst enemy and ruining things for himself because he, like, self-sabotages himself. Like, you can't let... This is a competition. You can't let the other people see you shaking like that. They're going to take advantage of that. And that's exactly what happened. And then you all sit up there on Drag Race looking stupid, like, and arguing, and then backtracking that you're arguing. Like, just stop. Just stop. And what's crazy, because Thorgy was like, Shangela said, are you going to have my back when the shit get real? Thorgy said, yeah, 
absolutely. But then Thorgy went and said the same thing to Bendela, and I was like, okay, well, now you're not going to get a vote from Shangela. But I knew Shangela wasn't going to send Chi-Chi home anyway. I knew that. And then, and then you have Bendela, who is talking to Thorgy, and you could just tell, okay, like, Thorgy is not confident in in her performance, and she up there causing grief for Vanessa L. Williams, because Vanessa L. Williams kind of closed her mouth like, okay, maybe I need to shut the fuck up then, because he's just going to keep arguing with me. And even Bendela had voted for Thorgy. You have to have confidence in yourself. You have to. So at the very least, Someone can be confident in you if you are making an alliance. Nobody can, you you get shaken so easily. Nobody can trust you. So easily. Stevie Nicks, I mean, everyone's out to get me. I mean, it's like every time they set, it's like they set me up to fail. Yeah, that's exactly what they do. You never think of it as they're setting me up to push myself or think outside the box or get outside of my head. It's always somebody trying to come get you. Because I was going to say in the same breath, because Chi-Chi has vocally expressed, I want to be better. I don't feel like I'm as good as everybody else up here. But also, Chi-Chi has been like, I'm not giving my best. I need to do better. I don't understand why these white queens don't be seeing that. They are so delusional. Like, they, and they feel so entitled, and they feel so... Like, they're so insulted by any little criticism. Did you see, did you hear Kennedy get up in arms when they told her that she didn't look like Janet Jackson and her execution was poor? She didn't say shit. She just sat up there. She took that criticism, even though it was bullshit. She took it. And she just walked her ass in the back like everybody else and waited for everybody to be done. But these white queens, they get up there and they get on their high horse, they get in their feelings, and they're like, like I was told by Apple Care. They go off. But they but my thing is, is most they're strong and wrong. Like, don't it's one thing if you take again the situation with Kennedy. If Kennedy had said something to Michelle, yes, Michelle is a a a rooted queen, a faith, a force to be reckoned with. You don't want to shake the table too much, but if Kennedy would have said something in that regard, I would have agreed with her because her execution was good. But these white queens be strong and wrong. Like, you're not good. Like milk. We need to talk about milk. We can finally talk the about milk. The milk's gone bad. Looks like the milk's gone bad, fellas. I am lactose intolerant. No. Bitch. That delusional son of a bitch. <laughs> Optimum delusion. Just like, are we in the same place at the same time? Are you seeing what I'm seeing? Are you here? Is this the real life or is this fantasy? Girl, that's why BB was like, BB was just like, I don't think that he hears himself. He can't. He's. Cause he, BB was just shook. Like, does he really think that his performances were that good? He had that horrible, tired-ass Celine Dion routine, which was horrible. Talk about poorly executed costume. That was, was it. Not blonde. Why was the wig not blonde? I don't see. What was he wearing? Like, what were you wearing? 
He could have even worn, you know how she wore the backwards white suit? Everybody knows yes. Celine wore the backwards. And that was a look, too. Everybody knows Celine wore the backwards white suit. That's why you just say walk out in a backwards white suit. You always talking about walk, walk, fashion, baby. How come you just didn't come out in a fucking backwards white suit and pound your chest when you sing? Like, why didn't you just do that shit? He wasn't even in the bottom. And then he had the nerve to have, like, this breakdown tear fest. Why are you crying? That's why uh, Trixie kept making fun of his ass. Trixie was like, I mean, I'm not crying, but, uh... Because <laughs> he was, uh, I, I mean, and no one even said anything about my Celine. I, like, I did really good. No. And Chi-Chi was, like, straight up, just like, I think you should have been in the bottom, too. I don't think I should have been there. And Chi-Chi should not have been, been in the bottom, too. Nope. I think Milk should have been in the bottom, too. I think Milk should have been in the bottom, too, because at the very least, Chi-Chi's performance was out the park as Patti LaBelle. Out the park. And I thought that her look was cute, in my opinion. I thought she looked cute. They just picking on Chi-Chi. That's why Chi-Chi feeling like I'm not doing my best. But do you see her crying and complaining? She showed like, she told him, you know, like, I feel like I can do better and I am going to do better. Humble. Be humble. And we'll talk all that shit about Kennedy. And Kennedy was just like, you know, we worked together and we never had no problems. And now all of a sudden it's like, you picking on me. But it's like, you can't forget where you came from and you can't forget where you're going. Yeah, you're on RuPaul's All-Stars 3, but when this is done airing and the and the chips fall where they may, who going to have your back? Yourself and your other drag sisters. That's how you get the gigs. That's how you get the money. That's how you get to sustain yourself as a drag queen. These flash in the pan ass queens that just pop up and have attitudes and shit and then they fall apart and you don't hear from them no more. A lot of it is their attitude and how they interact with other people. Think of the people who are the long-standing queens on Drag Race. They're humble and they're good people. And they don't fuck around with other people and make them feel bad and feel like trash. And then act sometimey when you're behind the scenes on a regular, you know, regular daggy-ass club compared to being on TV. Like, get out of here. Yep. And you're not great. Like... If we're gonna be honest, someone like Shangela, someone like BB, these people can be like so diva-ish if they wanted to because they can back it up. You can't back it up. No, bitch, because Milk can't even dance. We ain't gonna go them stiff rigor mortis ass moves. No rigor mortis. Bitch got rigor mortis. Rigor mortis. Rigor mortis. Stiff ass moves. Get out of here. Here's the facts. Here is the facts. When you watch Drag Race, and even if it's like, okay, well, this queen is not like this. Take, for example, our baby girl, Laganja is strong. Oh, Laganja. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's talk about our mama because Laganja just really just made an ass out of herself the season that she was on it. She won't even do All-Stars because she know. She know. And the crazy shit is Laganja is not like that. I feel really attacked right now. 
she got caught she got caught in that machine of trying to be on television and trying to be remembered and noticed and she got too far where she became like a she became like a caricature of herself. And I know Alyssa and Shandela just roped her ass up when she got home. <laughs> I know they did. I know I, they did. I know Alyssa was like, baby, what was you doing? Because Alyssa, she gives you a little uh, a little gag, but she keeps it cute, and she also is very much herself. She is a southern girl, and she ain't gonna try to be nothing that she is not. But Laganja just went off on the deep end. Like, every time, okay, 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 okay. And then it was always good for a death drop. Like, girl, what are you Every time you look up, she was doing a fucking death drop. Like Laganja. I just know. I bet you anything. They told her when she got home, your ass ain't gonna be on no motherfucking show in the house of Edwards. Not today. I mean, just. She on punishment. (laughs) Just so extra. She was gonna sit your ass down. It was a Bianca Del Rio that was like, let me guess, you're gonna do another death drama. I do. Poor Bianca. I feel like that's what Bianca Del Rio would do. Surprise, surprise. Look what you're doing. A death drop. <laughs> Cause you know, you see Bianca with Shandela, you see Bianca with Alyssa. I ain't never really seen Bianca with You know you know Bianca be like, I'm not here for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> she probably be in there in the corner in the club like, get your little friend away from me. I don't mm <laughs> Oh, I see Laganja in the corner there. <laughs> looking, a, looking a mess. <laughs> oh, shit. So, yeah. Speaking of which, y'all, Bianca Del Rio's Hurricane Bianca 2 is coming out soon. We don't know when, but you know we're going to be watching it. And I cannot wait. Because if you have not seen Hurricane Bianca, it is patty and cunty. It's on Netflix, and, and too. Campy. Oh. It's amazing. It's- it's a perfect kind of camp. And Alyssa Edwards is in Hurricane Bianca with a green wig. And Shangela is also in Hurricane Bianca. We hope that y'all will watch Drag Race. If not, you should because it's really good. Uh, most of the times, it's good. Um, we love RuPaul. We will fight you over RuPaul real quick. So now that we know that, we're going to go ahead and go on our break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about stuff. Alright. We'll be back. That's something you can't buy. What are you made of? Go ahead and get this out of the way. Eaters Elba proposed to somebody. 
We don't say her name. I don't even know her name. Oh, I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't being a shady bitch at all. I really don't know her name. <laughs> I don't care to. I don't need to know. What I need to know it for? You don't know my name. Uh-oh. You always come in and get the chalk. Get the chalk, the hot chocolate. I always put milk in it. Now, how she know that man my, wasn't, like, lactose intolerant? My manager be tripping. She could kill that motherfucker. I put milk in. I be like, bitch, that's why my guts be killing me. <laughs> I'm glad you told me that because your motherfucking ass now my guts bubbling on the C train. Romance. <laughs> you always ordered a hot chocolate. He would literally eat like hot food, like greens and shit, and then drink hot chocolate. Fucking I know. Disgusting. He was in that toilet. Hell. You don't know my name. And I'm like, I don't want to know. Bye. Bitch, I almost died. They took me to the emergency room. <laughs> baby, baby, baby. That's when she could sing. <laughs> Before her, her gift was taken away from being a thought. <laughs> you can't be fucking nobody husband in the, the conjugal bed. Ma'am. The universe is like, oh, took away her gift. <laughs> She ain't been the same since. Can't hold a note. Was up there screaming at Nippy's funeral. Rest God, rest his soul. It was her six year anniversary, I think, yesterday. But girl, she was screaming on that. And she was pregnant, screaming on the BT Awards on top of pianos. Just lost the fucking mind. And why are we talking about Alicia Keys? <laughs> these, these ADHD conversations, I don't know how we got on. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, this is how we got to this. We were talking about y'all. We were talking about Idris Elba's babe. We did not know her name, and then you sung "You Don't Know My Name," and okay. then it went to the video, and then it went to Alicia Keys being a thought, and then it went to you know y'all work with us, work with us, and through us, we are a family. <laughs> But I did a recap so y'all know how we got there. But yeah, Idris Elba, he proposed. Girl, okay, listen. It's just something that's just really been sitting on my mind. It's so fucking tacky to do one of them public proposals where it's intentionally public. I just... If you into public proposals, cool. But over here on this end, personally... For me, it's just an engagement is something that's between me and you. The whole world don't have to see that. What point are you trying to prove you at a screening for your movie or whatever the fuck you at a screening for and you get down on one knee and you propose? Why is she on the stage at the screening? Anyway, did y'all like plan this shit? Like, what the fuck? I don't know. Personally, it just don't work for me. And he a dog, sis. And I'm that's from one sis to another sis. Good luck, baby girl. Am I jealous? A little bit. I mean, I love him, dirty dick and all, but I'm just saying. You've loved Idris as long as I've ever known you, and that's a long time. Known each other for over 10 years. <laughs> and I only remember you denouncing him briefly only once. And even then, it was for Chadwick Boseman. See how it's full circle? It's like a full circle. 
<laughs> Everything always connects with us. Always. Always. But anyway, yeah. Man, I'm like, Mazel Tov? Congrats, I guess. <laughs> Yay. Just not trying to play devil's advocate, but I think he's gonna cheat on you. <laughs> so don't do it, girl. Don't do it. Save yourself. Don't do it. He gonna get you pregnant and then he Girl, yes. He's going to get you pregnant. <laughs> and then you'll be trapped. Yes, kids are delightful, but babies are also trapped. <laughs> like cute little traps. They're cute little traps. You'd be like, oh, baby, I love you. I want to have you. I want you to have my baby. I want you to have my have my seed. And you're like, yes, please. And the next thing you know, you crying. You pregnant. And you pregnant like- and crying. Why he not picking up his phone? Because that's what he did to the last baby mama. But you know what? We're not going to get into that. Because he fucked, he fucked over K. Michelle too. But we also ain't going to get into that either. It'd be me. Well, that's a lie. <laughs> I mean, it would be you to a certain extent. You know yeah. what? I don't even know, sis. Who knows? In another world, in another dimension, you could probably be that girl. And I'd be like, bon voyage, Nice knowing you. Here she go. And then she's like... Sis, I'm pregnant. I know. That's the plan. <laughs> you sell for it. So don't listen to us. We don't fucking know. <laughs> when that when that thought bell rings, we don't know what could happen. You we just, really don't. We just be talking. Cause honestly, like if Idris Elba said, I want you to have my seed, bitch. Yes. <laughs> sure. <laughs> what day? What time? Okay. I can pencil you in on Thursday evening, please. <laughs> Do it. Let's do it. Shit. I'll bring the cocoa butter because I know your elbows are ashy. Come on. Don't do it. Don't do that. <laughs> you don't do it. He the one going to be ashy on his wedding day. I bet you anything. Don't do that. If she going to put the ring on his finger, it's going to be a ring where the ash would slide down the finger and it just be ashy as fuck. And he just rubbed his hands together thinking it's going to make it go away. And it doesn't. <laughs> Are you choking? That is enough. <laughs> You're having a Because you did that that asthma cough where it's like your soul finna leave your body. <laughs> and then you did it twice. And then that's when I kind of shut up. I was like, okay, let me stop. <laughs> I got my pump, though. I got my I pumped while I was... <laughs> pump, pump, pump it up. Pump, 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 All right, so... <clears throat> <laughs> On to more serious things. We found out that Kathleen Kennedy is like the whatever for Star Wars hired the two dudes that created Game of Thrones to do her Star Wars spinoff series. Scalding mess. So that means there's going to be some rape. Possibly some incest. All the women going to be treated like caca. And there won't be any black people. Dang. 
or any other people of color because it just seems that they're averse to any color, really. A huge opportunity to think outside the box, to get different creative, to get different thoughts. Come on. It's so annoying. Like, here's the thing. I'm not discrediting these people, but you already have a hit show. Why are you going to be doing this too? Like, stop getting the same people to do the same things over and over and over again. This is the time and the opportunity. We're at a really good place culturally when it comes to television shows and movies and stuff. Where it's like, just think outside the box. Like, get different people in the room, in these writers' rooms. That way you can see yourself reflected on television. So you can see the black and brown girls, that you can see black men and all these representations of ourselves and our culture manifested on screen. But no, they do what's safe and they do what's white and we get the same shit over and over again. It's like they've had an opportunity to take something that Star Wars gets criticized a lot, a lot. And one of the major criticisms when it comes to Star Wars is this lack of diversity. It truly is, because it is not the most diverse series. In fact, it lacks hugely on that on that spectrum. Um, and even like with the movie, when they had like a character like Phasma and Rose and Ray, these are good characters. But again, you don't see good manifestations of them fully developed because you have men in the room constantly, all the time. White cis men, white cis men, white cis men, white cis men. Like, can you mix it up? They really fucked over Phasma's storyline. They did. They did. And but you constantly, you but you keep getting storylines like that where the extra TLC is not taken with certain characters because you have the same people in the room over and over again. Mix it up. Switch it up. Be different. Because Ava DuVernay, well, we know Ava now, but we have Ryan Coogler doing Black Panther and we got Ava DuVernay doing <laughs> Wrinkle in Time. These are both big budget blockbuster films. There is no excuse at this point. There is no excuse. And if you wasn't going to have, like, some black people in that motherfucker, I mean, at least just have some white women. Like, there are no women. These are the two men that did Game of Thrones. And and, and we're going to be real with the truth and the tea. They didn't even have the best episodes on Game of Thrones. And that ain't no shade to them. That's just coming from my perspective of viewership and also being a writer. I just did not enjoy the shows, the episodes that they were in charge of, honestly. So truth be told, like shake the fucking table. Well, you know what, bitch? It's getting to the point now. We got Black Panther. We got a wrinkle in time. Bitch, we just gonna build our own tables. Fuck y'all. The Eagles won the Super Bowl. We late, but I had to say this because the Patriots lost. And I've been waiting on them to lose for, like, 20 years. I didn't watch the halftime show. Libby watched the halftime show. Would you like to talk about the halftime show? Um, no. Kaka. <laughs> Damn. Well, there you go. That is the review of the halftime I will, I will say this. I will say this. The purple lights in the stadium were gorgeous. That was very beautiful. Wow. Okay, and then... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah Patriots lost 
He went home for his Make America Great Again cap and cried. So, yeah. But anyway. <laughs> did you watch Tiffany Haddish on Drunk I did. And she was hilarious. She is such a treasure. I love Drunk History so much because not only is it whoever's reading the story, the actors <laughs> mimic the words. It cracked me up. Because it, it was another good one on that one too. It was with Mandy Moore and the lady from um, The Daily Show. Yes. That one was really funny too because she started, Mandy Moore broke the fourth wall because she was like, she wouldn't burp. And then the 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 lady was like, but she would tell me, it's okay if you want to burp. You can burp if you want to. And Mandy Moore was like, <laughs> saying what she was saying. I love when they get drunk and they pause while they're talking. So it'll say something like, for example, you look really nice today. But they'll be like, because they're drunk. And you know you had them drunk burps. You look really nice today. <laughs> Tiffany was such a treasure. She was so funny because she told she was making fun of Hitler, so she told the story about how they stole a lot of the portraits, and that is something that actually really, really happened. In fact, there was a movie, and Helen Mirren, well, she played the woman in the movie that Tiffany Haddish, I think, was telling the story about. And anyway, she said Hitler didn't know how to color in the lines. <laughs> And he was all scribbling on the page. And he's like, he tried to get into art school and he was rejected because he didn't come out for nothing. <laughs> and it looked like something my niece would have drawn. It was fucking hilarious. And then Boozy Phillips was playing the girl and I love Boozy Phillips. Dude. Oh, she's great. <laughs> and then I nay-nayed. <laughs> she was <laughs> Oh, and then when she was imitating the German. <laughs> she was literally just mumbling. That was really I like the one before her too, when she was talking about the the lady that took the the first woman to take a bullet for America. She was funny too. I only saw bits and pieces of that one. I haven't seen the whole the whole one of that one. I love Crystal's uh, Harriet Tubman. Harry you know she's a Crystal's gonna be on another one. Oh really? Yeah, I saw it. Um, I think Comedy Central just retweeted it like today. I can't. Rem- I don't have it all on hand, but she's gonna be on another one. I think for Black History Month or something. But it. Oh, okay. Those things are all. Those things are just absolutely hilarious. They're so funny. Somebody needs to do Josephine Baker. That would be fun. That would be fun. She had like she had a skirt with bananas on. <laughs> that would be great. And you know she had a whole bunch of kids, like a whole bunch. And do we come to the end of the road? Still I can't let go. It's a Oh, I see you got the quiver in there. 
That's laughterness and that's laughter and hunger. That's what gives me oh, a quiver. I'm actually hungry. <laughs> but I don't want no KFC. Bitch. <laughs> that flesh chicken, nobody wants that. I already told Libby this story, but I'm going to tell y'all too. My, <laughs> my grandmother had, she was doing like radiation treatment or whatever. So she was, she was around me a lot. And they showed a KFC commercial and they showed them like pull the meat from the chicken bone in slow motion. And I'm quietly disgusted because KFC is fucking gross to me. And she looked at me and she kind of made a sound of disgust, like, ugh. And she said, it looks like a veosophica. So in my family, a veosophica is pussy meat. So what's your black history fact for today? Pussy meat. So now it is time to go, because I got fanfic to write. And uh, I'm just going to be real. So where can they find us, Steve? You can find us on Twitter at We Know You Care. Just spell it out. We know you care. And Tumblr, we know you care.tumblr.com. And if you want to email us, you have any questions, comments, concerns, complaints, or you want to share your mixtape because we are open and creative individuals. We accept all walks of life. You can find us at we know you care at gmail.com. It's W-E-K-N-O-U-C-A-R-E at gmail.com. We, I have not had any Beyonce-isms, but she knows my heart. I'm waiting on a new album. I love you, Beyonce. Thank you, guys. It's always been a pleasure. You guys, we are definitely a family. You have heard me have an asthma attack on air. Um, that may or may not be edited out, guys. I don't know yet. <laughs> I'm okay with that. But as always, always such a pleasure and always so, so much fun. We will see you guys on the flip side and we will talk about Black Panther in the next episode. Bye-bye, guys.